John Deere announces the new lineup of high horsepower four track tractors including an 803 horsepower option. There's three new models introduced, the 9RX 710, the 9RX 770, and the 9RX 830. It's autonomy ready. The new John Deere 18 engine eliminates the need for diesel exhaust fluid and offers an optional 168 gallon per minute triple pump hydraulic system. Command View 4 Plus Cab receives updates for increased operator comfort and visibility. Advanced technology package includes G5 Plus command center, display, and integrated Starfire 7500 receiver. The high horsepower 9RX models available for order in mid-March. For more information, go to JohnDeere.com or contact your local John Deere dealer. Watching your TikTok feed, you've been having a good time. I have. You've, yeah. made, you've made some pretty cool friends through TikTok. Uh, yeah, you got to have some pretty cool experiences. I have, and, and never in a million years did I think, number one, that you know I would, 112,000 followers in my 13,000, whatever it is, in my mind still isn't that much. Um, but never in a million years did I think that I would have that. There is a podcast in Iowa. Funk for profit was named by the... Faith stirred up a banker near, then quick came an auctioneer. Making profit was their first goal, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Soon may the farmers come to bring us guests and beer and fun. One day when the recording's done, we'll take our mics and go. These formats shook us to our core, with fun for fun you will not snore. Bankers set all mics to on, and the mullet of podcasts was born. Soon may the farmers come to bring us guests and beer and fun. One day when the recording's done, we'll take our mics and go. Before we knew, conversations grew. Grow and corn even said F you. So won't you join Tenor, Dave, Corey, and crew? Please like, share, review. Soon may the farmers come to bring us guests and beer and fun. One day when the recording's done, we'll take our mics and go. Welcome back to the Farm for Profit Podcast. This is Tanner Winterhoff. This is Corey Hillebo. And this is David Whitaker. Farm for Fun episode. It always opens with a little bit of a beer. What do you, what do you call that? A beer crack? It's not a butt crack. Beer crack? Beer Poppin top? Tabs. Pop tab? Yeah. This is... I'm going to pop some tab. No. I've got... This is 20 bushes in my, my pocket. Backseat. No. <laughs> oh, we're off to a great start. <laughs> Listeners, if you like what we're doing here on this episode, uh, all of our episodes, please like, rate, review, and share them with your friends. Uh, we'd appreciate it if you go out to Apple Podcasts right now and hit the five stars and leave us a review. That would be much appreciated. We'll maybe read it right here on the show. We've got one today from Sukup Manufacturing. We partnered up with them. At the Farm Progress Show, they are the world's... Well, the review's not from Suka Manufacturing. Uh, it's brought to you by... There you go. The world's largest family-owned and operated manufacturer of grain storage, grain drying, and grain handling equipment, Corey. If they were to review us... I'm sure it'd be positive. I'm sure it'd be Absolutely positive. be positive. I mean, yeah. Ten stars out of five. Ten stars. Ten out of five. That You can't get any better than that. And you can also text us at 515-207-9640. And a little secret, you can also call that number and leave a voicemail, too. Tanner That's loves right. getting those. He's the one. If you call repeatedly, I might yeah. answer. He's the gatekeeper of that. <laughs> we this, got, you haven't sent us any lately, so it must be quiet on the line. No, we had one just today that was uh, calling to tell us that uh, we could file for tax exemption and waive some of our taxes. It was from Tammy somebody. Oh, 
Next, you're going to start getting the, uh, oh, what's the... Car warranties? Yeah, car warranties and all that. But today's is a, it was a text from Uppy. So yes. From all the way over in Australia. It says, working on a picker service today and had you playing through the Ute, which is one of their small little, like, S10 trucks. Yep. Uh, I'm all caught up. Great stuff, man. Great stuff. Uppy, thanks, thanks. Uppy. I tried texting him back. Supposedly, it just doesn't work. I said, tried to send him a text right back, and it won't won't do. You might it. have to put in the country code. Oh, you know, what US number is Australia? To, US is country one. Yeah, Should what, just be able to hit uh, reply, right? Number one. Was that established after World War II or, or what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, that Somebody that's a listener knows the answer to that. <laughs> Wow. Thank you, Sukup Manufacturing, for hosting us, being a proud partner. Also, Legacy Farmer, for being a proud partner. Just to remind you guys, it is important to protect the financial future of your family farm and operation and set future generations up for success. Jason and his team are extremely excited to partner up with us here at the podcast. After our conversations with Jace, we knew that he had a level of effectiveness in his program he can teach you, our listeners, how to become financial experts and solve the big problems in your operation, all while building profitable and systemized businesses that can be passed on from generation to generation. Legacy Farmer does all that, Dave. You guys are going to love this. We got a little glimpse on the background. I'm just telling you, keep listening because they're very thought-provoking. Absolutely. Yep. It's truly one of the most comprehensive programs that we've ever seen. Helps you get across your entire business. Yep. He and his team have a proven st- strategy that leverages the powerful community and people going through exactly the same experiences as you. It'd be somebody just like you, Corey, going through this. You also get one-on-one support from he and his team to meet your specific needs. Didn't they work with like 300 families? Absolutely. Something like that? Yep. And growing. So there's one thing that they can promise you is that you will never have a clearer state of mind about your business and the direction you want to go going forward. So join Legacy Farmer today. Go to www.legacyfarmer.org to begin your journey to enriching and protecting your family's legacy. But we're going to jump into a conversation we had at Farm Progress Show. We're going to be doing this quite often because we had great ones. And we can't not let you who didn't attend or sit through these miss out. So we're going to have one here with Chuck Weldon. But before we introduce Chuck... Let's drink a beer because we didn't get to have one. So this is great because Chuck Walden was the one that brought the beer mixes to the game. Oh, dang. Got to crack this. We are mixing, I've never even seen this, Mountain Dew Voodoo. Tanner, what is this? Well, he did Mountain Dew first. And uh, this is one that says it's a mystery flavor. It says right on there that you don't even know what flavor of Mountain Dew. Oh, 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 oh. Corey's getting a taste right away. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dude. this is good. Mm. It's fruity. I I like that better than regular Mountain Dew. Very fruity. Mm. Yeah. Heck yeah. Mountain Dew. Bush Light. Always good combo. There you go. That, what is the fruit? What is the fruit in that? A voodoo. Voodoo. Is I, it a, it's not a peach. You is know, it? I mean, are they really going to tell us? I don't know. Mystery flavor. I'm thinking peach. Saturated not- fats, trans fat, cholesterol, dietary fiber, vitamin D, code calcium, r- code iron, four hundred one. Yeah, I, it was. yeah. No, it doesn't. No, it's a, that's what it is. It's mystery. Mystery. That's what I mean. We just don't. We can't tell what flavor it is. Either way, mixed with bush light. Corey approves. Yeah. All right. Let's done talking here in the intro, guys. We really appreciate you hanging out with us. But let's get to our conversation with Chuck Weldon. 
next on the Farm for Fun show, we have a repeat guest. Not the first repeat guest. He thought he might have been. He's a professional hunter, has his own TV show. He's a radio disc jockey, pig farmer, those huge yields in northern Missouri, Mr. Chuck Weldon. Good, good am I it. Good what? Good am I it. I'm, I'm working on my Pennsylvania Dutch. That's good morning. Oh, oh my God. Good, like, good on you. I, I thought I was having a stroke there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I thought, I thought that would go over funnier. It was a late night last it night. Was you can't night. throw things at me yeah, that early. Yeah. So, um, man, good morning. How are you doing? How are you I'm, feeling? I'm great, man. How are y'all? Slower? Yeah, much slower. I feel good. I, I do, too. I feel good. You got, um, you got the old white energy right there. You're ready to get going. I do. Um, last night was a inspiration, I think. I, uh, the older I get, the smarter I become. And I, I sh- thank goodness Mike Burkhart was ready to go home. <laughs> and and uh, Noah, Korean Cornstar, and I, were, that was our Uber. So we, uh, we shut down early. So oh, very thank, good. Thankfully. God bless Mike Burkhart. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, very good. Well, let's, let's open it up to the guests. And uh, Chuck, you've been on the show before. But uh, tell us again where you're from, uh, how you're involved with agriculture, and, uh, and a little bit more about yourself. Uh, Gallatin, Missouri, born and raised, still live there today. Um, we are a corn and soybean operation and a contract pork producer for Smithfield Hog Production. And then uh, on top of that, I do get the hunting show and then uh, six days a week on the radio and uh, board of directors for MFA Oil Company. And uh, yeah, social media influencer, I guess, if you uh, want to call it that, you know. You so forgot the first rule, though, of something you do early in the morning. Oh, I'm, a, I'm an avid CrossFitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have you to talk, yeah. talk yeah. about <laughs> the, the last couple of days walking around the show has, has been rough. We've, uh, we've, we've amped our training up a little bit, so, so I'm extremely sore, and yeah. I stay that way most, most every day. But, yeah, avid CrossFitter, and uh, love that. Absolutely love You'll that. You'll have to um, check out the show we did with Farm Fit Mama yesterday at John Deere. I talked to her last night a little bit, and uh, we're going to try to connect, and, and I'm going to try to get on her uh, nutritional program. So yeah. I look forward to it. Yep. You can tell it works. She's a, she's a walking billboard. Absolutely. I don't think Bush Light beer is is probably in her in, uh, in her yeah in, in her nutrition plan. You know what though? She had a beer with us. Well, that's good. That's, yeah, yeah. It's all did. about balance. It is. It is all about balance. Yep. So, yeah. She said you could have the beer. You just then have to maybe make some other sacrifices. I'm I'm willing. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think all of us. I think all of us are willing. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So you had a chance to wander around Farm Progress Show, or have you uh, been pretty much stuck in a spot? No, no. I've, I've, uh, I'm strictly here on pleasure. So I've, uh, I've seen about all the show here the last two days, and I haven't seen all of it yet, but I, I've seen the majority of it. And uh, there's, there's a lot of shiny paint, a lot of things that I would like to have that I can't afford. I was going to say, what's your, what's your number one take home if you, uh, if you could take anything home? Okay, so you guys are going to laugh at me. Maybe you haven't seen it, but on Street 12, there's the Rise uh, oh, drone yeah. that you can ride on. We interviewed him. Uh-huh. Oh, did you really? Uh-huh. Yeah, that, I, I, I sent a picture of that to my wife, and I said, I want one. And she says, what, what the heck is it? And aerial ATV. I said, it's an aerial ATV. And she says, uh, "Not no, but hell no." So, <laughs> did you get a price? Did you get a price on one? One hundred fifty thousand. Yep. Yeah, one hundred fifty k. But which, only for the first 
2023, there's only going to be 100 made. Yeah. I, I told her I, I put I said, they're not, I said, they're not coming out to like second quarter next year. I said, so I put a $10,000 deposit down. <laughs> and then my phone started ringing. She says, she says I, I know they have beer up there. I hope you're joking. So oh, That would be awesome. But he also said that they got to hand select the first 100 people. And I don't know. Why wouldn't they want to give Chuck Weldon one of those first 100? Exactly I, right. I was trying to get on the trial program. Apparently, right. they have this trial program where they give them to you and you like. Oh really? Tell them try to destroy about it. it. Try to ruin it. Beta well, I, I don't think yeah. that would be good because that might. You so might get I, injured doing that. So I have I have some aviation experience. I have 60 hours solo time in a in a Cessna 172, and and you know I've studied aviation and whatnot. So you know my first question was you know this this is a helicopter type device. Um, how do you auto rotate it? And they said, uh, they said, uh, well, there's no auto rotation. I said, well, what happens if this motor fails? Well, they said, well, you can still fly it. I said, well, what happens if that motor fails? Well, unlikely, but you can still fly it. I said, well, what happens if the third motor fails? He, said it'll, he said, it'll never happen. Then you're done. I said, well, I, yeah, if it's going to happen to anybody, it's going to happen to me. <laughs> so. Yeah, he was explaining to us that it would just try to direct you to land as soon as possible. And the best thing about him is you can land them anywhere. Right. Like, like yep. Dave was saying, on an incline or not, I mean. Water even, I think. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, one motor fails, you should probably start heading to the ground. Second motor fails, you should probably be on the ground. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm curious how many, you know, they, they were using it to go check crops, check cattle, check your pivot, etc. You know, 25 miles from home, um, a certain limited time. Um, we called it the drone that you ride on. It's not a drone, so it's not unmanned right. aerial device. But, but I, I don't know. I, as an entrepreneur myself, like... What, what, how many people are out there? What is the market? Like, how many people, other than a tax write off for 150 grand, how many people are going to buy this to go check cows? I probably wouldn't use it for anything agriculture, but I would definitely have a lot of fun in it. Yeah, and I was thinking about the drone races that you see on TV where these, these oh, kids, man. I call them kids, are flying things in and out of obstacles. I mean, how Here cool would that be to have like three of those and just. Here we go, Chuck. We can start the NASCAR of that. Oh, there you go. Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Danger, just, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, it's hard to imagine the use for this right now, but someone's got to blaze the trail. I mean, because eventually technology just gets better, and sooner or later it's going to be lighter, and then we're going to have a spray tank on it, and yep. we're going to be spraying stuff with it, or, you know. When, when, I, when cool. I walked in there yesterday, and I was talking to the guy, and I, of course, they, you know, they've got the thing around it where you can only get so close. and and I said, can, can you get me a little closer? I said, I really want to see this. He goes, yeah, come on. So he takes me around, and I'm looking at it. And as I'm standing there, all I can hear in my head is, meet George Jetson. You know, <laughs> yes. You know, yes. Uh-huh. And I, I think it would be super cool. You know, how beneficial is it really going to be to agriculture? I, I, I can't answer that, but yeah. it would be really cool. Yeah. You know. They had a good use uh, over in the mountains, like where it takes a half a day to ride up. To ride the horses to go the check. mountain. I can get there in there. seven minutes. Yeah. Yep. You know? As long as you can find some place to land it. I understand you can land on an incline, but you can't land on a rock and then a Oh, I'm sure yeah. there's a little ledge, or maybe you could build yourself a, a little landing pad. Platform. Well, if cattle can stand there, you can probably That's land That's fair. It. That's <laughs> true. Well, I've been to places out west where, I mean, if you have to go to town to buy a gallon of milk, you have to take a damn cooler and ice with you because it's going to get hot before you get back home. So they could, yep. you know, they, it's got a little backpack on the back right. of it, so you could fly to, you know, the Piggly Wiggly and get your, <laughs> get your milk and fly back home. That's a, there are all kinds of applications. You just now need to get them economically priced. Yeah. So we can all have one. Well, you think about it, though, really. I mean, obviously, 25 minutes flight time is not that long, but look at the price of a new Polaris Ranger today. Yes. You know? I think they had one up here, and it's fully loaded, thirty some thousand dollars. You know, this is one hundred and fifty k. 
But uh, uh, it's not going to be that long, and Polaris is, I mean, you can buy a good used pickup today for what you can buy a yeah. Polaris Ranger for. Right. I always thought I could get one of those, like, little Suzuki Intruders or uh, what the heck is the Geo other one? Geotrackers. Geotrackers. Yep. yep. Put mud tires on them, four-wheel drive, and you can take it to town. Exactly. For, you can get them for $4,000 yep. all day long on yep. Facebook Abs- Marketplace. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> yep. So it's been quite a while, Chuck, since we've had you on. So we appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. Of course, being first one of the day here at Farm Progress Show, uh, we're planning to have a lot of fun. But watching your TikTok feed, you've been having a good time. I have. You've, yeah. made, you've made some pretty cool friends through TikTok. Uh, yeah, you've got to have some pretty cool experiences. I have. And, and never in a million years did I think, number one, that you know I would 112,000 followers in my 13,000, whatever it is, in my mind still isn't that much. Um, but never in a million years did I think that I would have that. And then somebody like Justin Nunley that has five million, you know, sends me a message, says, send me your number, you know, want to be friends, you know. And so he's, he's invited me to a couple different NASCAR events. I got to go to one in Nashville. Um, didn't get to go in spring because I was planting. He invited me to Bristol here in a, in a few weeks, but I think I'm going to be combining. So I, I took him up on the Nashville one, you know, got to hang out with uh, Gary LaVox. Gary and I now text pretty regularly he's supposed to come up and go hunting with me um got to meet uh hunter girl who was on uh, american idol hmm. uh text and snapchat with her on occasion and and of course it's, it's always fun to play their songs on the radio now and say my buddy gary you know, gary is the rascal flats he's the lead singer, lead singer rascal yep. flats uh, they they have since uh, broken up i guess is, is the correct word um he just released his his first ever solo single mm-hmm. here uh, a week or so ago and uh, he's supposed to come hunt with me this fall. Now he's got a, he's still touring like crazy really? uh, as a solo artist. So uh, that was really cool to get to meet him and being with Justin. Got to hang out in you know pretty exclusive places at the racetrack. You know, so got to meet a lot of people within NASCAR and never know. You know, when I went on the trip, I, I, I told my wife, my dad, my hired man. I said, I don't care how mad any of y'all get. I said, I'm going because I'll never get another opportunity to do something like this. Yeah. So it's been very cool, uh, and it's. You know, it's opened a few doors for a, a few things. You know, I, I still don't have the you know those big brand deals and all that like those big guys do. But it's it's uh it's been fun for sure. That is cool. I, it's not a bad guy to tag along with. No, you know? and and he's he is such a he is such a great guy. He really is. I mean, I don't uh, I don't want to boost his ego any more than what it's already boosted. But he is such a great guy and a, a giving guy and. And uh, I'm I'm proud to call him my friend. It's it's quite amazing. I mean, it's a guy with five million followers, you you got to imagine his phone is maybe he has multiple phones. So it's I, just and, burning and, up. And maybe I don't know how how much I should tell about Justin, but he he called me the other day and I said, "What are you doing?" He said, "I'm I'm going to the going to the phone store." And, and let me backtrack. When we were in when we were in Nashville, we're riding on on a golf cart, and he drops his phone, and it almost gets run over by a car. And of course, his you know his money maker is that phone. And I, I said a few, you know, nasty words, and I said, hopefully you have another one. And he said, and it didn't hurt it, but he said, yes. He said, I, I, I've got a second one. But when he called me the other day, he said he was going to the phone store to get another phone. I said, oh, did your phone break? He goes, no. He says, I, I, I guess I finally made it. He says, I have to get a second phone. And I said, oh, I said, you've got to get a phone that only the special people have the number That's for. That's why he doesn't call us back anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's keeping the other one. But I, I mean, I've watched, and, and you know what's crazy is, is I've, got, I've got a daily snap streak with about 10, 12 people. Um, you know, at 45, it sounds weird saying I have a snap streak, but I do. <laughs> so, and, uh, and then, of course, I've got the Instagram, Facebook, and, and TikTok. 
I don't turn a single notification on, not because I, I don't want to hear my phone beep or vibrate all day long. That man has every notification oh, for no. every app that he's got turned on. How? And I'm, and I'm like, how does your battery last more than 10 minutes? Because it's constantly going off. And, and he, he'll tell you, if, if, if you text me and I don't respond back within 10 minutes, text me again. And if I don't respond back, text me again. I'm like, well, I don't want to be that way. He says, no, you have to. Because I can only imagine that you know, his texts are just Jeez. one after another. It'd be really easy. Hell, I, you know, I, I have people that I forget to text or email back. And, mm-hmm. and it's only because you know, they're five or six down the list and I don't see it. I can only imagine his phone, oh, how many gosh. of those are, are coming in. Yeah, my problem is, is I have to leave it unread. Otherwise, if I clicked on it and I don't yep. forget about put it, it back, right yeah. to go back to it, I either have to respond now or yeah. I have to, you know, avoid curiosity so that way I can come check it later. In an email, you can say Mark is unread. A text message, you can't. Right. So if I've read it, I'm like, God, I gotta come back to this later. I've been screenshotting it every time. I'm like, yep. all right, it's in my picture. I just remember. But then you I gotta, gotta go, go back. back yeah, go right? back to your pictures yeah. at least. Yep. Because by the time I get back to it, I might have had eight other calls. And so it's like, crap, who was that? What was that? Go to your pictures, and then I got a screenshot and of it. And technology is, is, is really nice, but I've, I've got one company that I buy Hogbard parts from, mm-hmm. and they email me the invoices. Well, about 60 days, they'll call me <laughs> and say, hey, we haven't received payment. And I'm like, dadgummit. You know, and I go back through my email. Oh, there it is. You know, or I'm doing a, a massive delete you know, of, of yep. stuff and accidentally delete it. And so I, I, I hate getting invoices through through email. It, yeah, I'm glad that Dave, when we first started this podcast, started putting stuff in the cloud because there's been twice to where I've done a massive delete of the Farm for Profit email address, and all of a sudden all the shows are gone. I Everything think, that we recorded is gone, and it's like, oh, crap. Yep. I so, feel like at some point I need to get a second email because Gmail keeps threatening that I have too much storage, and I can't go back and delete anything. <laughs> but there's I, so much fluff in there. I, have a I need hot to hire mail. someone to do that. I have a Hotmail account, and I, and I think I still have the first email I got the day I signed it up. But it, was it, it a chain letter? I don't know what it was. <laughs> Remember those? You'll it's not, it's not AOL. It's, it's not AOL. You'll get good luck. If well, you forward this to 100 other people. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and what's cool about it is my dad's sister, my aunt, that's, that's no longer with us, I've still got a bunch of joke emails from her AOL oh, those address. Were, those are always good. And then, uh, and then my, my great aunt... Um, She's no longer with us. She used to have a, a computer uh, that she didn't know how to do anything but forward emails. And so I have a bunch of joke emails from her. So it is kind of cool to go back and, and, and read those. But it, it would take me, it'd take me half a day to get back to them, you know. So. Did you ever do the AIM messaging? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Q yesterday was like, BRB. I'm like, TTYL. I remember when you could get on uh, you know, Yahoo Chat. You know, that's back when I, I, we had dial-up, you know, and I'd do that every, every evening. I'd get on uh-huh. Yahoo Chat, and whether it was pro wrestling or, or, or country music or just for boys or whatever, you know, I'd yep. get on there, and that was the good, the good old days. We had a customer at the bank the other day that the phone number they had given us when they opened a new account was a fax machine number. Like, it was clearly going to be a spoof account, and we have processes of verifying everything. And the young gal at the teller line that was making the call to verify phone number gets the information, and I can hear it over her speakerphone. It sounds like the dial-up tone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, what are you doing? Do you have internet from the 90s? And she looked at me like she had no idea what was going on. She's a college kid at Iowa State. You know, had no idea what dial-up sounded yeah. like. Yeah. She says, I don't even know what this noise is. Like, well, you called a fax machine, but it really sounds like what it used to be for me to get on and chat with yep. all my friends. I want to yep. do an intro to that sound sometime. <laughs> Ooh. 
So what, does that have to be like a really old guest? Or yeah, I don't we? know. Maybe. I don't know. You let me know. I'll find it, and then you tell me when you want it. <laughs> yep. That would drive everybody nuts. Yep. I still think we should do an intro sometime with like a cop siren in the background, oh, because God. I know every time I hear one of those... Because they're all listening to it while you're, right. you're driving. But every time... I can't remember what song it is that comes on the radio that has... I, I look over my shoulder it's like, Nelly. I think it's a Nelly song. Finally Friday, if you listen yeah. to oh, any yeah, Finally Fridays yeah, on like, the radio. Yep. Every yep. time you hear that, I'm like, what did I... I know... I thought of their speeding. I, I about had a about had a wreck the other day. This this is no joke. The radio station I work for the the owner's son has this. Uh, he, it's called Midwest Customs. So he, mm-hmm. he takes trucks and jacks them up and does all this, and then he sells a bunch of just you know car parts. Well, maybe they want to make a truck. So he's uh, uh, he's got this commercial where he's talking about uh, brakes. So all of a sudden it's this squealing brake sound uh-huh. and this hold up stop. And I'm driving through uh, an intersection. Oh, um, it was no. a, it was one of the, a four way light, and all of a sudden these brakes go to squealing. I literally locked up the brakes on my pickup, oh. and I'm like, God, I said, I don't know that that's the best sound to put into a radio <laughs> I commercial. Better, yeah, I, I would. A, I think I'd have told somebody about that. Do you think a lawyer could pick that apart if something bad happened? Oh, I'm the right lawyer. I'm yes. sure. Yeah. I'm sure. That's scary. So, and the other radio station that I used to work for, what they would do uh, when had a severe thunderstorm watch, they would put a, a tone in that yeah. would beep oh, like yeah. every 30 seconds. It was the same damn tone as my KPM3 Kinsey monitor back uh-huh. in the day. And I was planting beans. We had a severe thunderstorm watch one day, and that t- every time that tone would go off, I'd stop the dang tractor because <laughs> I thought I had a row unit plugged up. And I, and I, I worked for him at the time, and I called him, and I said, I, I appreciate what you're doing. I understand what you're doing, but I said, you got to change tone. I said, I, I, I can't, I can't <laughs> yeah. do this. You got, you yeah. got too many farmer <laughs> listeners. Yeah, exactly. Huh. I, I remember back a while back, uh, I felt like your TikTok was blowing up, but you were in the middle of a manure pit fixing like your, your hog manure system. Any new changes there? Have you uh, got more manure videos coming? You re-slatted, you re-slatted a barn, right? I, yeah, I re-slatted a barn. So one, one barn that we re-slatted, we had, uh, had a bunch of buildup in it. So we were in there trying to clean the buildup out. Luckily, no, I have not been swimming in, uh, in, in lagoons or, or doing <laughs> That's any That's what I think made you famous, yeah, swimming and- in- yeah, and, and, and I have no plans to do that uh, in the future. Now, yesterday, uh, Stephen, uh, my employee, he's, he's spreading manure, and uh, he called me. We was at John Deere having a beer, and he called me, and he says, PTO caught on fire. Oh. And I'm like, what? He said, yeah, PTO. And I said, slow down, you know, spell this out for me. We didn't grease the U-joint, and apparently U-joint was dry, oh. and, and it got hot and, and created a little bit of a... I don't think it was a fire. It just got hot enough. It melted the plastic on the yep. PTO, you know. I'm like, well, there, there goes a blown TikTok opportunity. Here I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm in Iowa drinking beer while the PTO is on fire because I, I would have most definitely made a video about that. So, yeah. It's funny that that's the first thing we think of now in, oh, yeah. in a disaster situation. Yeah. Not, yeah. Don't go find the fire extinguisher. Exactly. Get the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, yeah. get the phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Tanner had one of those with a combine. You had millions of views. Well, I did, and then they yeah, all got taken down. down. Yep. And I, I have to be, I, I'm so scared now about what I post because I'm under an account warning. You know, I, I, feel, oh. I feel like a TikTok bad boy, you know, because I'm under the account warning. You just got to have Justin take care of that for you. Well, I've thought about making that call, but so I, <laughs> You've got the new number. I, I've, yeah. I don't have the new number. Oh. So, uh, but, you know, every video that I've had taken down for whatever dumbass reason, I've appealed and I've all got I've got them all back, but they all of those initial violations still count against you. Oh, so I did some research and it said basically you know be a good boy for like two or three months and the account warning will go away. 
So I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, it, but I, every time I post something, it's like, okay, you know, I, I need to be, you know, not PG-13. I need to be PG, you know, and make sure that I'm not poking fun at anybody. There's not anything dangerous going on over my shoulder that yes. I'm unaware of with one. And I, and I actually started doing more on Instagram because, you know, one, one more and they could take it all away. And, and I don't know how, if I have the energy to try to get it all that back. That would be bad oh. to try to start again. Yeah. That, that's my issue is my kids will be in the background. And then I've had more videos taken down for child endangerment yeah. of them just playing and doing a regular thing or riding on a golf cart or whichever. You're just saying you shouldn't have kids. <laughs> don't have to worry about having any well, more. You know, and, and, and I had my, my first ever ban that I got, and it was like a 48-hour posting ban. I got back in the spring, and I was running a tractor with, with my diamond harrow which has been a large topic of conversation in my TikToks over the years. Mm-hmm. And they took me down for dangerous acts. And, but I've got people that, that I follow and, and watch every day that are driving in their car, you know, and, and not doing it hands-free. They're, I mean, you know, mine, I usually have it mounted on, you know, a phone holder or something. And, but, you know, they're driving and, you know, doing this. And, and I don't know if, if people just don't, they don't have anything better to do, so they're reporting it, or if the app itself is catching it, but it's definitely not catching these other people. I, I make videos in my car all the like almost every auctioneering video I have is in my holder in my car, so it looks steady, I guess. Right. But I'm normally driving. I've never had a I've never had yeah. a warning, never had a ban. So and, and I, I called Justin and I said, Listen, I've had two videos in a week taken down and now I'm banned for forty eight hours. Uh making videos in my tractor and he says are you driving and i'm like yeah he says you can't do that and i said everybody else does it and he said well for some reason they're they're catching you what he tell me something about caption the video for educational purposes or perfect you know, closed course no it was it was pro- professional something do not try it and i'm like i'm not typing that crap every time i want to make a video <laughs> of you know the ground, the ground's a little wet here. You know, I, I think maybe I should tile this because that's been another fun one of mine. I said, I'm not doing that every time. So I made a series of videos from like my tractor and my sprayer and I started every one of them saying, okay, look, I'm, I'm stopped. You know, yeah. here it's in park. I'm not going anywhere. And that got old, so. Yeah, but you can't tile out those wet spots because then you'd have no other way to get stuck. Exactly, which luckily we, we haven't, you know, it seems like them Larson boys are stuck every other day. We, we haven't had that problem in a while, so. Yeah, I feel like uh, after conversations with those boys here at this show, that that's what it is. is well, it's, they don't want to intentionally screw something up, but it is definitely, what did Doug O say, that it's a lot more calm now around disaster situations. When you the know, camera's you, out. Yeah, yep. yeah. Whip the camera out, and you don't get as mad at each other when you can't get the quad track pulled out or whatever it was. And, and, and those guys are very PG on their getting to know uh, the millennial farmer a little bit not so much personally but through his tiktok i found out that you know the guy that you see on youtube is is not the guy that you see on tiktok but those guys you know instagram and everything those guys are you know very wholesome very pg so Mm -hmm. we were told last night that some people thought that maybe his tiktok hurt his brand a little bit oh really you think so and i don't I think, Maybe for some corporate sponsors, but I think as far as it goes, like with guys like us, I think it makes it go further. Uh, me too. I'm, and, and I yeah. find myself watching more of his stuff probably today because, you know, I've never met him personally, but we, we've texted a, a few times and, and then watching his TikTok to realize that, you know, he's, 
You know, he's just like me. You know, yep. He says bad words. He has bad days, and yep. and uh, he just needs to find different sponsors. If those are going to have an issue with the real content, then he just needs to build new corporate relationships. Yep. That's my thing too. Is is I, I've tried to decide. You know, if I want to try to take this farther, I need to, if I'm going to get the branded deals with you know these companies, I'm probably going to have to change my ways because you know I get a little vulgar. But at the same time, I always said with with my TV show, uh, our TV show, it's not my TV show, but with with our TV show and, and our sponsors, we've we've had to do everything on Facebook and Instagram and mm-hmm. and and kind of tote that that line. So when I got on TikTok, I said I, I don't care. If every sponsor gets a TikTok page and whatnot, this is my outlet to be me. If I want to say a bad word, if I want to have a chew in my mouth, if I want to drink a beer, this is my app for me to be me. So I don't want to change who I am just because Suka, you know, says, you know, we'll we'll give you a, you know, a branded deal, but you have to stop doing this. Uh, It's and I, I think you're right in that. I think you should. I think the industry's moving towards the real well yeah i don't want to be a corporate sellout just for the you know the almighty dollar and and, and how are you going to sell something you know and i'm just using these guys for an example but how am i going to sell suka by you know being fake you know yeah. authenticity yeah authenticity is yeah. kind of like what matt cook said about marketing and it's building a brand and right it's it's not just about the object it's more about the family and what you're about your beliefs and yeah yep so I'm on, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are recording this at 9 o'clock-ish in the morning, and uh, we did not bring any beer for this Farm for Fun show. No. That's, a, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> we can imagine it. <laughs> but we, we will have to, when this gets ready to come out, we'll have to try one. We'll have to come up with something to mix with the bush light. There you go. To go along with your theme. We appreciate you doing that and making the Mountain Dew and the beer so popular because we've mixed all kinds of crap. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll, when we do the intro or the outro for the show, we'll call Chuck. Yeah, we could do Up that. He just sent me a TikTok this morning. He was mixing bush light with uh, beets. Yeah, beet, beet juice. juice. Yes. So, uh, yeah. We'll have fun with that. No, that doesn't even sound good. <laughs> we, uh, I brought a whole cooler of random stuff. I grabbed, like, fruit punch and pickles. Apple and juice. I had a, I had a latte, an iced latte. So uh, I, I, I honestly feel bad for the guy that originally made that video because I'll go through, and, and I'll like. Justin taught me a different way to do it, but uh, I would go through and like every video that maybe I wanted to stitch, duet, ah. or whatever. But I, I didn't realize the favorite button was on there where you could save it to your favorites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what, that's what he does. So anyway, ah. um, there was a guy that did the Mountain Dew and, and Bush Light. So I thought I liked it, and the whole idea behind it was I was just going to go duet it. Well, I went back and I couldn't find it. I, I, apparently, I did not like it. And I said, well, I guess, you know, I'll just make one of my own. I'm so glad that I couldn't find it because the duet was going to go nowhere. And then the actual video, yep. you know, and, and I don't think he had that many views. And I don't know why I had so many views. But, man, it hit and it took off. So, <laughs> oh, That's awesome. You mentioned your hunting show a little bit. We should probably talk about that. You got any big ones on camera this year? It's a slow. I haven't checked my phone today, but it's it's been a slow year. I don't have anything that's got me all. I, I've got a couple gnarly eights that have yep. got me. And, and the older I the older I'm getting, the more I'm getting into the. You know, it doesn't have to have 15 points. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the the more I've got a couple gnarly eights that have got me excited. My dad actually called me yesterday. And he, was looking for, I used to be a, a, a team roper. He was looking for a lariat rope. And I said, what, what are you doing? Well, he found a dead buck in the pond. And, I'm, uh-huh. and it was a really nice uh, eight-pointer. 
but I'm really hoping that we're not getting into an oh. EHD situation. But I, I've got uh, I got four cell cams out right now. I don't have any other cameras out, but uh, uh, and, and we can feed up until ten days prior to season. So come the fifth of September, I, I, I have to make sure all my feed's gone. Um, but on those those four cell cams, I don't have anything that makes me go, oh, I can't wait for season. Yeah. You know, so same here. We're starting to hold some more deer. We put in some CRP around our main hunting area and about 30 acres, and that's holding some stuff. Yeah. We don't have any big ones, but we do have a drop tine. It's a younger drop tine now, and I'm like, that's the first we've ever had. Well, I had, I had one last year, and this seems to happen every year. I had, a, I had a huge deer last year that I know made it through season that I haven't seen, but I had a, uh, I had a buck last year that had about a two-inch drop tine. He was a mainframe 10 at about a two-inch drop tine, and I took the picture to every one of my Mennonite neighbors, and I said, if you see this deer, do not kill this deer. <laughs> I mean, it, this, this would have been this would have been a deer that, that, and I say this jokingly, but, you know, I could have had a make-a-wish kid at the farm, oh, yeah. and, and this deer could have walked out, and I would have said, no, can't, can't shoot that one. I mean, and then the Mennonites found a dead cut wood this winter. Dang it. Do, I, do the Mennonites have to buy tags? Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And and they've been they've been really you know I was very nervous when they moved in because every one of them has ten kids and about nine of them are boys and they all want to hunt and I was like we're not going to have a deer left yeah and uh, uh, they've been very good uh, I've only had two of my target deer in the last probably nine years that they've killed uh, they're very good about shooting does you know because they're obviously you know i don't care how long you marinate the horns you can't you can't eat them mm-hmm. so they they've been very good at, at shooting does and and uh, they've they've killed some nice deer but it, like i said they've only killed two of my target deer and every time they kill one i mean i i either hear about it see it in the back of a buggy or they come and tell me about it yeah and uh, or i'll go score one for them or something so so they haven't hurt us but uh, they're 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 just as passionate about the management as i am really so you mentioned Make-A-Wish, and I remember I was on a live with you, I think, in Denton yep. was, was on that. Had, yep. And you were going to try to get him down I was, for a Well, I was going to try to get him. He, he, it's weird. He's, he's a big fan of and Adam Sanders, um, who's an up-and-coming independent country singer. And I've got friends that, that I did the Dream Season show with, with Drury's, um, that are really good friends with, with Adam. And so I reached out to them, and I said, let's get Adam, you know, come to Missouri let's get Denton and I never I, I haven't pressed the issue but I never have heard back from I'd love to get Denton to come out and, and hunt with us I think it'd be fun yeah, may not have Adam there you know mm-hmm. yeah but. I remember watching that and reach out to you if, if Farm for Profit could do anything to yeah. help to help that situation yeah. uh, we'd love to see him he's a pretty cool dude yeah, on, he on is. TikTok he so. is yeah he's uh, he's an is- inspirational young man for sure mm-hmm. yeah absolutely well we uh, we always like to try and do something game like a fun a fun game sometimes okay. with couples we play the newlywed game we gave some marriage advice here at farm progress show we uh we played uh a game that got a little criticism so we switched we're gonna do a little would you rather okay so we're gonna get chuck's opinion and then i'll have you guys dave Corey. you guys can step in on this one as well okay so the first one is uh, around the the conversation of giant deer let's let's just use the term giant and throw it into would you rather have a giant tongue or giant feet Oh wow! I'll let Chuck go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, we, we need to we need to toe a pretty careful line here. Yeah, um, I think I know his answer. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I know his answer. That. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I, I guess I'll go with tongue. Giant me, tongue. Me too. <laughs> Dave, 
Oh, I didn't know it was coming my way, too. I was uh, out of the game. Here we go. Giant tongue. You know what they say about feet? big feet, though? Yeah, giant yeah. feet sounds good. Dave wants the uh, giant feet. I'm in. Sure. All right. <laughs> Would you rather eat a rotten egg or drink sour milk? I hate milk, so I'll, eat, I'll, I'll do the egg. I think I would try to like get the egg down before the shell cracks. Like, oh, whole. you're going to put the whole thing down. Yeah, and then it can just do its thing in my it's stomach. Part of your giant tongue. Yep. Yeah. Part of your giant <laughs> tongue. I don't know if I've ever had a rotten egg. I'd it's, like just you put, should try one. put some like Lucky Charms with the sour milk. You sour think, milk. You know what deviled eggs makes you do it? Thanksgiving time. I wonder what that would do. Uh, oh, <laughs> mm. uh, this one, I think I know Chuck's answer, and uh, I think I'm going to know Corey's. But would you rather walk barefoot in a public restroom or barefoot in a hog confinement? Uh, hog confinement all day long. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Because I would answer the same way. Dave, yep. would you do the same yeah. thing? Yeah. Why is it so disgusting that we wouldn't do it in a public restroom? I, will, I tell you what, I won't, we're in Iowa, so I'll be nice. I won't mention the name of the gas station, but we, we, we have one in Missouri. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to get an STD every time I walk in the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the bathroom is absolutely horrendous. I mean, you know, you, you, know, you go in and use the elbow to open the door. You, I walk on the sides of my feet. I mean, it's, it's nasty. It's yeah. Stuff sticking on the that's, floor. That's probably yeah. the biggest issue I have is why is the floor sticky? <laughs> I don't know. So, like, it, it's, it's weird with me, and not to get off topic, but, like, you know, if, if my dog makes a mess on the floor, you know, I, I can't hardly bring myself to clean oh, it up without terrible. gagging. But if I'm in the hog barns, you know, and I'm, I'm working on the flush system and I get lagoon water on my hand, I'll wipe it off on my pants and put a chew in my mouth with the same hand, and, <laughs> and it doesn't bother me a bit. So well, it's the same thing. I've eaten a ton of sandwiches that have probably landed in places that people wouldn't want a sandwich to land, but you're hungry and you just finished eating it. And, I, yeah, you just think about what's, what's on your hand on a daily basis. I think that's why I don't get sick very often. I mean, if you get pigs or cattle in a little sloppy mess, I mean, it's nothing to get a little in your mouth. Right. You yeah, know? right. <laughs> well, you I, I watched a uh, farmer out of Wisco one day was walking around in the dairy barn, you know, with her shorty shorts on, barefooted. And I'm like, girl, yeah, I know you can afford shoes, you know. I, yeah. I mean, but, uh, I, yeah, I would much rather do that than, than, yeah. than walk through the bathroom. Yeah. And I... I expected the answer to go that way yep. and i just the psychology behind that because we we've got some porta potties right outside of the booth over here and the first day i had a guy come out of one of them saying i've never seen one that full <laughs> somebody went in and looked at it and he goes it's gonna spill oh my i was at a concert once i was actually here uh, luke bryan had a concert here one of his first farm tours and they did not plan for that many people and all the porta potties were overflowing. There was a puddle on the outside. Of oh, it. it was uh, sick. Did you see my TikTok the other day about the porta potty? <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so if you haven't seen it, uh, and uh, I was over by the uh, Sinjina Beer Garden, and I was dreading going in the thing, and so I went in there and I was like, "What is that smell?" <laughs> and somebody had brought. Uh, we'll just assume that it was legal recreational marijuana that they brought. It's but, not legal but, here. But 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 they 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 had decided to light up in the porta potty, and I'm like. You know, I never liked that smell before, but considering where I'm at, this ain't so bad. <laughs> this ain't so bad. Kind of yeah. like incense. In there. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Comparatively wise, exactly right. Yeah. That's funny. Last one I've got before we move on to some more conversation is would you rather tell a lie for a good reason or tell the truth for a bad reason? Mm. Tell a lie for a good reason or tell the truth for a bad reason? You can always, you can always, you know, kind of fabricate a story a little bit to make it funnier or 
more dramatic. So I, I'm going to go with, with lie for a good reason. You're married, right? I am. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Smart yeah. guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Man, that's I'll, I'll go that route as well. <laughs> yeah. That's a catch twenty two because I don't like to lie, but sometimes it probably just stretching the truth maybe a little bit has to happen. Yeah. So how do you? Yeah. So what is telling the truth for a bad reason? Like when I rolled my buddy's razor, you know, you just got to call and own up. You know, <laughs> I don't know. What are you going to tell him that you didn't do it? Right. Came like that. <laughs> well, the other day, I, I I had to call my wife, and I said, "Next time you go to Hamilton, you need to stop at the bank and sign some loan papers." She says, "What for?" And I had to tell her the truth that I I bought a combine, you know. So I mean, it, it I, I would have loved to lie to her. We we bought a combine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember the last time we bought a combine? Yeah. Did you see, there's there's a meme going around Facebook right now where it's uh, you said. No more tractors, and then the the opposite side it says no. I said no, comma more tractors. Yeah, I'm like perfect. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. No comma. I didn't. I hadn't seen that. I thought you were gonna say, but honey, this is a combine. Yeah. 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 What'd you get for a combine? Uh, seventy-two fifty, uh, case. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know the numbers. Is that is that a big class That's seven? Class seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So the fifty series is their newest series of con. This is a two thousand and nineteen six hundred and some odd engine hours on it. So. Um, Updated my deaf. Well, my other combine's oh, got deaf. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so <laughs> updating my old my dad's old combine. I think it was a uh, 04, I think twenty three eighty eight. So those are those are good ones. They're a good combine. Yeah. yeah, sold it to a young farmer down in central Missouri. So hopefully it'll last him a long time and he can uh, he can have it. Good. Well, did you get a uh, get a deal on a bin before we got up here? Haven't yet. Still working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Do you cool. have any suit up bins? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've got a couple. Yep. Good. Uh, we built. Uh, well, I say we. My my dad built one, and my my cousin. Um, we share crop a bunch of acres with him. They both built one here. I don't know, six, seven, eight years ago, something like that. And I I think that is our only two suit up bins, and we've got bunch of old bins i don't know we might have a couple older ones i'm not for certain hmm. who was here yesterday that said how good the deal the shed was uh kelly garrett yeah kelly garrett was That's here right. yesterday and it was back in 2012 or 13 yeah steel frame versus wood they, post and beam they got twice the size of a shed for, for like twenty thousand twenty thousand more than oh, yeah. a woods double wood double the square footage for 20 percent more in cost yep. yeah see i i don't know it i don't know that that's the same today. I don't know if it is. Steel has so, gone up, but so is wood. Wood went way up, yeah. Yep. So I, I uh, it was last April of 2021, I guess. This is 22, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, April of 21, there's a company based out, I believe, Overland Park or Olathe, Kansas, top, top line buildings, I believe it is. But they're a steel frame building. So I called and, and quoted one, and they gave me a price on it. And this was like the 20th of the month. And they said, at the end of the month, we're going up 5%. And I'm like, you know, I really don't want to, you know, I'll go to a Ford dealership and make a knee-jerk reaction on a, on a vehicle. But, you know, this is a six-figure project. I said, yeah. I really don't want to make, I want to think about this. I want to make sure that, you know, the site, and, and in, what I should have done was just bought the building, right. you know, the steel, and then took my time on concrete and uh, location and, and all that stuff. So anyway, that... Twelve months later, they said that same building was 50% higher. Oh. It was actually a year to the day. I didn't even realize it, but uh, some neighbors were building a, a wood structure, a uh, local building supply in, in Jamesport, Missouri. So I called them, and I was, while I was talking to them on the phone, in the backseat of my pickup, I'd found the bid sheet on the steel building, and it was, it was one year to the day. And uh, 
they actually came in like fifteen thousand dollars cheaper than what the steel building was uh-huh. the year before. Really? Oh. You know, so and I don't know, I mean, is anything gonna you know, when all of this crap, if it ever ends, right. is, is is any of these prices gonna come back down? Right. You know, most likely not. Uh, I, I said I should have just bought the building and went out and threw it in the in the weeds and then took my time and then just paid to have it put up. So. Yep. Well good. Well Chuck, we're getting near the end of our time here, but our listeners always want to know what's coming down the pipeline. What what do you what's next for Chuck Weldon? Is there something big? Obviously we gotta get the crop out of the field, but any big plans? Not really. Um no, it's uh, harvest time is coming up, and we're we're excited about that. We think we've got a I think we've got a great crop in the field. We've been very blessed this year, so uh, we've got that coming up, and then uh, you know some hunting, and that's that's really yeah. I don't have uh, nothing earth shattering. I mean, not going to be starring in a movie or, or uh, <laughs> I, I keep waiting. You know, I I, I do have a, a rodeo background. I keep I keep waiting for the folks from Yellowstone to call to need you know their next. Uh, you know, cowboy, but that hasn't happened yet either. So yeah, right in a new character. Yeah. So, but no, nothing, uh, nothing exciting coming up. Just you know, radio every day, CrossFit every day, and farming. You know. Did you hear the song that the band played last night? The last song they played. I did. That Dave wrote that. I song. heard that, and that was uh, impressive. <laughs> I've, I uh, I sent. I've wrote several things. So when Gary when Gary the Vox put out his first song, it's 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 called Get Down Like That, and it reminded me of a song that I wrote. Oh really? And I'm and I'm serious. So he he texted me the song like three days before it came out, and he said, "Give it a listen, and and you can use this link to add it to the radio station if you want to." So I listened to it. I'm like, "Holy crap!" You know, I. I like this, and it's written by Thomas Rhett and Hardy, so it's okay. so it's you know it's it's a good song, but it reminded me of a song that I wrote. So I texted him and I said, "Hey, I said I wrote something that you know I feel like it's almost like the prelude to this." I said, "You mind if I send it to you? Because I've got eight or ten of them, you know, in the bank that I'm just waiting for the right person." He said, "Yeah, man, send it to me." And I texted it to him, and, and I can't even remember the name. It's it's talking about an old dirt road, growing up on an old dirt road. He texts me back and goes, I grew up on that same road. Not, it's a great song. It's got great potential. I grew up on that road. I'm like, all right, well, so songwriting is probably not <laughs> in my, probably probably not not in in my, my future. Mine so, either. Yeah. yeah. So, so what's it take to get a, a song on the road? Like, do you have any pull of that? Like, hey, I got my buddy's song here, or it's actually, like, more corporate than that? It's, it's a little more corporate than that. So I did the Brian Andrews thing. Uh, of course, that kid lives in the town that the radio station's in. And, That's the uh, uh, liquor and pills. Yeah, guy, right? yeah, yep. yeah. So, uh, so I, uh, I got him on the air. But like I said, our, our radio station is in Carrollton, Missouri. He's born and raised in Carrollton. So I had a little bit of a pull there. Uh, when Gary's song came out, I texted our music director and I said, "This song's coming out. Don't even wait to find it because we got a music service that it you know comes through." I said, "Here's the link. You know, go put it on the air." Yeah. But you know, surprisingly, after, not surprisingly, after I did the deal with Brian Andrews, my Instagram, and that's back when you could get DMs on on TikTok in yep. the filtered file or oh, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. Can't even you know get that now. But uh, my DMs were just full every day of somebody. Hey, you know, give this a listen. You know, right. can you get yeah. me on there? And I'd love to do every one of them, but you just you just can't do it. So I mean, you know, the guys last night, you know, uh, I told them I said you just keep keep plugging social media yeah. i mean so many artists today that that i play uh you know uh, priscilla block and ashley cook and cameron marlowe and Corey kent just to name a few nate smith every one of those people got their start on tiktok or youtube facebook yep. or, or all of the above and you know when, when i did the deal with brian I, I said you know back in the day people had to move to nashville 
you know, play the guitars and honky-tonks around Nashville and just hope that somebody would, would recognize you. You don't have to do that anymore, you know. All you got to do is buy a, a decent microphone, a little soundproof room in your house, and a mixer, and throw, golden. Throw, it, throw it on the Internet. And if you're worth a hoot, right. you know, it, it could you're work out really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Kix, one of our smaller country stations, does like a new tunes at noon or something yeah. like mm-hmm. that and plays some small and, and I, you know, And I, I voice track my show from home. Uh, I would love the opportunity, and I just don't have the time, but I would like to do something like on a weekends where we did... Um, there was a guy that used to, it was a satellite service radio station, but uh, the guy used to do, uh, it was called Bar Bands and Basement Tapes, hmm. and, uh, and he would play just like, you know, guys we heard last night, the guys that are playing your, your, your honky-tonks on Saturday night in central Iowa, you know, he would play their music. I would love to be able to do that, like on a Saturday afternoon or something, but I just, I don't have the, yeah. I don't have the time. Yeah. Did you know Tanner was a disc jockey? Did we talk about that? Yeah, we, talk, show? Yeah, we okay. talked about that. Uh, I actually went back and listened to that podcast oh, the yeah. other day, and you guys yeah, had your up. you guys had your mullet wigs on, <laughs> and uh, oh, we went all out. <clears throat> yeah. We thought about bringing them, yeah, but you wouldn't let us. And, and Tanner was talking about uh, uh, how y'all was at the college station playing rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sunny side <laughs> up in the morning. We couldn't come up with anything better for the title of a show than Sunny side up in the morning. Huh. As long as the sun came up, that was good. Yep. But Chuck, we ask all of our que- all our guests the same question: What is some of the best advice you have ever been given? Oh wow! Listeners, go out and find us wherever you get your podcast. Please leave us a review. Five stars is preferred. If you've got a topic or a guest or a good radio station name, send it to five one five nine six. Ooh, I did that wrong. Five one five two zero seven nine six four zero. You'd think a disc jockey would know his own phone number. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know that it's, a, it's so much advice, but I, I remember this was something that, that jumped out at me so strongly when I was a kid. It was a magazine. Uh, in, I was in FFA, and I think it was an FFA magazine, but it had a quote in it. And I cut the quote out, and for many years it hung on my refrigerator, and it says, you are the only one that can tell yourself that you can't and don't have to listen. And, and I kind of I live by that, that quote. I mean, if, if somebody tells me I can't, it, it, it challenges me even more to prove to them that, that I can. But you, are, you most definitely, you know, if, if you tell yourself you, you can't, you don't have to listen to yourself and, and you can prove to yourself that you can. So I don't know that that's advice, but uh, it, it's kind of a, a quote that I, that I live by. So I like Self-talk. It. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, good. This has been a pleasure. This is, again, a second time for Chuck being on the podcast, but I hope it's not the last. Well, who do I have to pay for this? Because I pretty much begged Corey to, to, to <laughs> let, I said, let, let's do a podcast again together while I'm up there. So Five grand, that'll, be, that'll, that'll do. Pay, payable to Corey Hillebo. Is this how this yeah, works? Just write to me. Write the new agent. That's good. Well, listeners, thanks for hanging around with us. Corey, what do you say? I say crack a beer. You deserve it. <laughs>